Today was one of the funnest shows I think we've had in a long time. We had a lot. I loved Drunk Dial today. It just it made me th- harken back to the times of summer. <laughs> you made me get my dander back up with my uh, canceling my internet. Oh, yes. And we heard about the worst gifts you've ever got. That feel, was funny, man. I feel a lot better about some of the things I've given people. <laughs> that's for you, sure. You'll hear it all right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. The worst Christmas gift you could give or you've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. That's what you want from us today, right, Wood? Yeah, you know, we always like to keep it happy around the holidays, and everyone's gotten, and I'm not talking like the white elephant gift that's supposed to be. Right, it's supposed to be bad? Not good. I'm talking about someone who maybe put a little bit of thought or maybe no thought at all yeah. and got you something, or you know of a gift that you buy somebody, and that's a that's going to be a turd in the punch bowl. We got Triple G sitting on hold. He said he made a mistake buying his wife gifts one time. What happened? A vacuum cleaner or exercise machine to your wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bought Andrea a gym <laughs> membership once. That went over uh, like yeah. a lead balloon. <laughs> Those three things are probably make you sleep on the couch for a few days. Tri- Triple G, I don't know if you've heard the story that I brought. My, I bought my wife WeatherTech floor mats one time for Christmas. Yeah. That was a bad one. That's not bad. <laughs> I, n- but not this a bad year, one? This year, I asked if she would get me some. I was like, "Give me some. for my my birthday's coming up Saturday." I'm like, "Please get me some WeatherTech floor mats, or buy yourself some for that new car of yours." The Tiguan. <laughs> That's what Shannon did. She goes, she bought, and she wanted WeatherTech for her new car. I'm like, "Sure, I'll buy them for you for your birthday." Hell yeah. It's smart. That's what happens when you get old? You appreciate the dumb thing, <laughs> right? It doesn't. It can't be all passion all the time. Sometimes it's got to be utilitarian. Exactly. The other one that my wife hated that I got her was an instant pot for Christmas one year. That's that's just not bad. See, to me though, that's not like a, a vacuum. It's not like here use this every day. It's like, hey, you like to cook? Here's a utensil for cooking. Use this once a month, right? <laughs> like I said, once you get to that age, it's like it's not. It's more about practical things than anything. Yeah. All right, thanks for the call, Triple G. We always appreciate it. Uh, Some text rolling in here. How about this one from Pamela? She said, I always used to think the Geico gecko was funny. Yeah. So my aunt bought me a gecko. Like a live one? A real live gecko. Oh, that was sudden. Didn't you have to take care of it? That's exactly what she said. She said, tank and everything, and now I've got to keep... I had to care for this thing. It ended up dying six months later. (laughs) Thank God. Well, that sounds like you may have had your fingerprints on this one. Getting rid of somebody. Yeah. Uh, other people saying, "How about this? Uh, I got the worst Christmas parent or Christmas present ever. I got garbage cans from my husband. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, my uncle once got me a gift card to a hunting store. I've never once hunted in my entire life. When I opened it, I asked him, what do you want me to do with this?'" He said, well, why don't you just give it back to me? I was going to say, that dude was gunning to get that thing back. I gave it back to him, and everything was happy. <laughs> All right, that's not bad. We got a lot of good ones rolling in here. Uh, we got another person sitting on hold. Keep the calls. Keep the text coming. 320-656-9453. Worst Christmas gift you've ever got or could give today in Woods Big List. What about you? My son's always buying me all these expensive stuff, and I feel bad, and I return them. I don't know. Listen, do you return them and just take the cash? (laughs) You should feel bad. Yeah. Um, You didn't answer. Are you keeping the cash or are you giving the cash back to the kids? I I keep the cash. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder you feel bad. I know know there's something better out there that I can use more of. or You know what I mean? I get it. No, I know what you mean. (laughs) Okay, my sons bought me and my daughter-in-law bought me this expensive Yeti lunchbox. And I'm like, I don't need a Yeti lunchbox. 
So I had him return it, and I kept the cash, and I bought a kayak instead. I put it toward a kayak. <laughs> See, it's like it's, that. it's sorry. <laughs> do they do they know that you're doing this? Yeah, because they had to give me the receipt. <laughs> well, I tell you what, they probably went home and like, I hope she she you know drops her lunch into the river when she's out <laughs> kayaking. <laughs> I know it's just I know. Well, thank you for the call this morning. All right, let's keep them coming. Three two zero six five six nine four five three. We're doing Woods Big List, and you want to know what is the worst Christmas present? You can give or you have been given. Kelly and Wood live. Every morning. And we are doing Wood's Big List. Today you want to know from us, Wood. What is the worst Christmas present you've ever gotten or what's like that gift that you know if you give somebody, it's a bad idea? All right, we got someone sitting on hold right now. What is your worst Christmas gift that you got? Hello? Oh, am I? Oh, here we go. Hello. There we go. There there we go. <laughs> what's up? Uh, worst gift was a three-way Suzanne Summers poncho as seen on TV. <laughs> I remember those. The late great Suzanne Summers. It looked like pantyhose oh. that you would like wrap you could do it off the shoulder, right? Couldn't you make a turtleneck out right. of it also? All kinds of things. My mother thought it was so fashionable. Um I am not fashionable, apparently. Not wearing um, that thing, you're not. So I- no, and so I actually regifted it to her, um, and then now it's—I think we give it, we regift it to somebody in the family every year now. It's become a—it's oh. become one of those joke gifts now. It's pretty cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I actually have one in my closet right now that I'm just waiting for the right person. Oh yeah, where well, they sound versatile. <laughs> Sounds like anyone's the right person. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you so much for the call this morning. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye. I remember the I remember the commercial for those things. I remember some Suzanne summer commercials, but not that one. Come on, man! Watch yourself. Uh, text rolling in here. Remember, we asked him for the worst Christmas gift you've ever gotten, or what is like something that you can give that you know sucks as a gift. Uh, this one from Hollis. I asked for a washer and a dryer. My husband wrapped up a little round metal washer and a roll of paper towels, <laughs> each labeled washer and dryer. And points for creativity, though. I thought it was a hint. We were going to go shop, and I could pick out my new ones. We didn't. I was not impressed. That was it. Ooh, I got a lime green t-shirt from Walmart with a clearance tag on it. Three bucks, <laughs> size 3XL. I wear a medium. Oh. What are these people thinking, man? Uh, other ones here. A variety of Keurig cups. And the box was open. Oh, damn. I, now, I've bought my wife Keurig cups for Christmas. Did you I'm, open it, root around for which ones you like first? <laughs> no. Um, how about this one? My husband bought me a vacuum for Christmas. Men, do not do this. Yep, I've never never made that mistake. This one's a doozy, and I'm leaving names out because it says, please don't say my name. Should I sit down? A half pack of socks. <laughs> it was a 10-pack. I only got five. Still in the bag, folded over. Said 10 packs. They're not even good socks. That sucks. Oh, man, that's good. Uh, I got. We were doing a gift exchange at work. I got a box of assorted dog toys. I don't have a dog. <laughs> I can listen to these all day. <laughs> what do you do with that? I'm just leaving it at work. I like how you just assume someone has a dog. Uh, how about this one? I got a dust buster for Christmas. I was in fifth grade. <laughs> You're still at home. You're still
still at home. Uh, my husband got me a case of ramen noodles last year. Right. Now, now hey, we should preface this by saying, if someone's on hard times, right? You know, that might be like, hey, I'm on hard times. Here's a half a thing of socks. I had to give the other half to somebody else. But who gives a kid a dustbuster? <laughs> I probably would have loved one as a kid. Well, I was very clean as a child. That makes. Well, oh my gosh, those are so good. <laughs> we might have to like read some more in a little bit. They, they're they're still rolling in here. We got to jump into commercial. We got someone sitting on hold. I don't want to leave her on hold forever. What's up? What was yours? So the worst, one of the worst Christmas because I got was I was dating this guy and he got me this perfume that I thought smelled terrible, but he got it for me. Because his ex girlfriend used to wear it. Oh, I knew you were gonna say. I knew you were gonna say that. Like, who, like, who does that? <laughs> Needless to say, we are not dating anymore. But man, if your if your wife would was to get like a, a scent that maybe an ex girlfriend had or something, I would even steer her away from it. I wouldn't want to be reminded of it every single time. Well, they say what the 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 sense of smell. Yeah, is like the closest thing tied to memory. Yeah, you'd be bringing up old memories just smelling. That. Yeah. My my, I had an ex girlfriend who wore this perfume called Incognito. I think it, <laughs> I think it was only available oh at Target, God. so it was super exclusive. Watch yourself. But man, if I ever Electric catch a youth, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, nice. But it's crazy because like if you walk through the perfume section or the cologne section, man, the memories do just rush back instantly. It's insane. Oh man, that did, that's bad. Wait, did did we ask if she was still with this guy? No, she said it. Oh, okay, over right away. Uh, he uh, no, well. No, I'm not still with him, but he ended up marrying her. Whoa! Wow. Now he can smell that perfume for the rest of his life. That's a doozy. Well, no, because that marriage didn't last. But <laughs> Boy, this guy. That's making Wood's big list not for sure. <laughs> it's a Kelly and Wood quick hit. So there's this woman over in Britain, Great Britain, Oi. who says she's charging her family $175 apiece to come eat Christmas dinner at her house. You're smoking crack. Right. And my thought is, if you don't want to host it, then don't host it. Mm-hmm. Don't charge people to come over. But she's a she's a renowned cook, I guess, in the area. Mm-hmm. Very well known for her dishes. And she says, my family's coming over, getting a dish that is getting a meal that's way better than anything they would get in a restaurant. I shouldn't be out of pocket for this. As a matter of fact, you all only get one glass of champagne also, and we're shutting her down at 10 o'clock so I can get some rest. I don't know this woman. But she sucks. Right. Uh, my thoughts, exactly. And I'll be real with you. If I ripped open the mail and this was the invitation I got, uh, yeah. first thing I thought would, cool. There's <laughs> another thing I don't have to go to. Trash. I know. And maybe that's why she's doing it. I hear about this too. And women, you'll read a story and it's like, woman charges guests $100 at her wedding or whatever. It's like, then don't have it. Like, if you're so cheap, then don't do Or if you can't, not, can't afford it, then don't do it. And if you are like this wonderful cook, well, maybe that's your gift. Right. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, hey, come on over. I'll cook a fantastic, and this is like my gift to everybody. Come on over. Let's have a good time. Yeah. What's wrong with that? In fact, I would prefer that over you get me some, you know, little trinket or whatnot. Right. A bad gift. The Suzanne. 175 bucks. I know. I think about you have five guests coming over. You make a grand. <laughs> I tell you what, if I'm going over there and I'm paying 175 bucks, I'm sending stuff back if it sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> this, this turkey's undercooked. Hey, Cheryl, this is this is just not good. <laughs> All right, what do we got coming up in the trash, Flashwood? Speaking of not good, I've got a gentleman, and we talk about it a lot. Sometimes as us, us fellas, we got to shoot our shot. Mm-hmm. But how you handle rejection, especially as an old man, says a lot about you. Making 
feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida, Louisiana, my friend. Creole trash. Oh, my. Spicy. Well, that's where we have ourselves a 29-year-old lady. Now, she is staying at the Double Tree Hotel. All right. Now, she is there because she is attending a possible modeling gig. Oh. So they're getting like all these ladies together for like run-throughs and all yeah, that. You better work. Well, so you can imagine she's quite pretty. 29 years old. Prime that's, of her life. That's when we have a young gentleman named Robert Scott. And Robert likes what he sees out of the 29-year-old. I bet he does. Now, there's a couple problems here. A... Robert doesn't know the young lady. And two, Robert is 78 years old. <laughs> but Robert... AJ nothing but a number, one. Exactly. AJ nothing but a number. And the heart wants what the heart wants. That's when he walked up to the young lady and told her that she was very attractive. Well, she politely thanked him and Robert kept up the full-on... I would say mating dance. Like, he's like, oh, she said thank you. I think she's interested. That's when he said, you look like a model. We should go out. I'll treat you real nice. Mm. The young lady said, no, thank you. I have a boyfriend. Well, Robert still undeterred. Just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you don't shoot, right? Well, that's when he said, well, okay, but there's other things that we can do. Oh. In fact, I could be your sugar daddy. Ask me about my winner. That's when she told the old man, all right, I've been nice enough. Get the hell out of here, you old man. I'm not interested in getting out of my face. Now, did Robert take it laying down? No. At 78, he's got nothing to lose. In fact, he said, all right, I'll get out of your face, but I'm going to show you what you're missing. Oh, God. And at that point in time, sure enough, he dropped his pants and his whitey tighties. Exposing his backside, front side, and everything in between. Yeah, you can't imagine that's a good th- look no. for anyone. I'm guessing it's not high and tight anymore. Well, as someone who was probably trying to claw out their own eyeballs, called 911. And when authorities got there, as you can imagine, 78-year-old man doesn't make a quick escape. <laughs> Especially in, with his pants around his ankles. In fact, his pants were still around his ankles. Authorities pulled up, and Scott was there wearing his cowboy hat, T-shirt, nothing around the old midriff. When they asked him, hey, what was going on? He said, hey. She said no. I wanted to let her know what she was missing, and everyone else could get a look, too. Uh, They got the free show. As you can imagine, that's not what anyone wanted to see. He was quickly arrested and booked into jail on a $5,000 bond. That's seems. That even seems a little... I'd be a 78. Well, hanging the jingle bells out there. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. I think we can give this one a score, Wood. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, is a 78 hitting on a 29-year-old? Is that trashy? Ah, you know, I think after... I mean, telling her she's attractive, that's okay. Right. Then asking her out and getting shot down and keeping at it, that's trash. Doubling down, yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. All right. Well, so I'm going to give that, I'm going to score it low, though, because age ain't nothing but a number. All right. Throwing down ain't nothing but a thing. Still, 50 is a lot. That's a lot of years. A if you're not rich, years. Now. You were almost retired when she was born. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got that. Um, we have the fact that, uh, well, I, you know what? His persistence was trashy. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'll, I'm going to score that another 150 points right there. Mm-hmm. Um, deciding to take it to the next level by just dropping them and showing her what... Actually, you know what? Let me, let me rewind. Mm-hmm. Telling a woman, let me show you what you're missing. Oh, yeah. That's trashy, man. That is trashy. It seems like you would probably have done that as you back dance onto the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you know what? I was just like, hey, do you want, you want to say no to these moves? But your pants stayed on. Right. That's the difference. Do you know I was voted best dancer Patrick Henry High School? In my senior class? That's great. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Mm. All right. Moving yes. on. Moving on. Uh, so we got that. We got the, uh, what are you missing? And then dropping the pants. Yeah. To actually put it into play and show her what she's missing. Mm-hmm. That's super trashy. I'm going to give that 200 points right there. So we got that plus that. Can okay. you throw on a few points? And I don't know why this is sticking in my craw. But when the cops pull up. You're wearing a cowboy hat and no pants. <laughs> feels wrong. It feels very Burt Reynolds-y. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give that another 150 points. All right. And then 75 because he was arrested, right? Yes. All right. Okay, cool. This is a good score. I like this one. Are you ready? Come on. Today, Grandpa, with his pants around his ankles, earns himself a respectable 900 points. Trash. It's now time for Minute to Win It. We are joined by Brian Riley, and we will have Wood now give us a category. You know what? Yesterday, what? We went fish, right? Yeah, and somehow you got away with saying fish sticks. as an <laughs> And filet. And filet. And I got bashed yesterday for losing Minute to Win It to a guy that said fish stick as an answer, which was nonsense. I got bashed where? At the, at the bar. Who was talking smack? Cold Spring Legion. Well, they, they were just laughing at Wood because they go, I can't believe you lost to a guy that said fish oh, sticks yeah. as a... Answer. It's like, if we got to go up there and start choking people out, we'll do it. No, it's fine. Okay. What's up, Wood? What do you got for us today? I'm going in my wheelhouse. What's oh, that? here we go. I want famous bald people. Okay. All right. I'm going to try to figure out a fake bald person. I like how Wood put himself in a famous category. That's cool. <laughs> no, I'm a bald man. I'm a bald man. I'm in the club. I'm in the club. <laughs> I was in the club, then I got out of the club. Mm, I, I, I didn't look good in the club. That forehead's making its way back into the club. Why? Why, why was that even necessary? <laughs> you took a shot at me, I shoot back. All right, mine was a compliment. Oh, I know. I was calling you famous. I wasn't paying that much attention to you. All right. All right, here we go. Minute to win go. it. Famous bald people and, whoops, and go. Michael Jordan. Okay. Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Andre Agassi. Remember, he was wearing oh, a he bald for now? a while. Okay. Vin Diesel. Yeah, I had him on my list. Bill Burr. Ooh, all right. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All right. What's going to just go through all the sports people? Yeah, how about uh, Charles Barkley? There you go. Terry uh, Crews. Steve Harvey. Igwe Buike. (laughs) The Rock. Oh, he is bald. Yeah, that's true. Sinead O'Connor. She was rolling. She's rocking the chrome dome. She's dead. What about Mr. Belding? Mr. Belding. So is it shaved head count as bald? Or oh. Are you talking just bald? Just bald. Both. Like how bald is bald? I got I got one in the holster here that I got to hold on to. Telly Savalas. Dang it! That was my one in the holster. I, uh, I George like, from Seinfeld. I feel like Captain Kangaroo was bald. There's no way that was real. George hair. had George had the horseshoe pattern though. Yep. Larry David. They they all have hair though. No, they're bald. On top. Mr. Clean. Adrian Peterson. Bruce Willis. Mm. No, it wasn't. Over the, Pull the clip. Over. I was I was the only one not yelling because I didn't have any laughs. So I I heard it loud and clear in this my head. This is erroneous. This this is erroneous. Erroneous. That's so funny. I thought no one else was gonna say Telly Savalas. Ah, come on, man. I went bald pretty early. What <laughs> is a Telly Savalas? Telly Savalas is an was actor, like, but he was like huge in the seventies, I think. Yeah. Oh, right in my prime. But I, I believe I, well, isn't he the guy? I, he was before mine too. Isn't he the guy in Annie? 
Oh, he might be. And I think he used to do like these diner club, diners club credit card commercials. I mean, that sounds like, right. Diners club, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good look, man. Yeah, Deli. I'd say Telly Savalas is probably the, one of the first bald guys who really pulled it off. Right. Well, he went the full chrome dome. Yeah, the and, full head shape. And his was shiny. Mm-hmm. Man, it was shiny. Like he polished it like a bowling ball shiny. <laughs> I actually think he probably did put something on there. Probably that was his calling card. You knew when you saw the sh- like instantly, you knew that was Telly Savalas. Yeah. Dang it, I should have said Mr. Clean. Oh, Dang is, it. Is Robert, my, I said him. Is Robert Loja bald? Robert Loja. I mean, I think it was thinning. Okay. I don't know if he's fully in the club. I'll have to check next time our all next right. meeting. Is oh, Ed, I could have said Ed Harris. Dang it. Yeah? Is there like a Facebook group I could have joined for all these bald people I've never heard of? Or? It's a special club. That- What'll send you an invite? You're not even close <laughs> yet, hell, though. I will. I wish I had your hair. Kelly and Wood. So can you believe it? Wood, lo- Wood lost his tem- temper. Well, hold on a second. It's not as clean cut as this. It never is. So here's the deal. All right. I need fast internet. Yes, you do. All right. I'm moving. I know. I need fast internet because obviously this internet needs to be top of the line. Otherwise, it'll be all splotchy, be all weird. Work's going to hate it. They'll fire me and lead to my dis- And I can finally have my own show. Right. Now, you're rooting for that. Right. I'm not. I'm t- I would be nothing without you, Wood. So I knew I needed fast internet. So I, like the smart little fella I am, decided I'm going to do some research. I research everything. Find out how fast things are. Upload, download speeds. Now, do I know what all this means? Nah. Not really. But big, I know what's fast. The bigger the number, the better, I'm guessing. That's my thinking, right? And then once you start throwing gigabytes and terabytes around, I get a little... A little cross-eyed, but it's okay. I found out what I believed to be was the fastest one, and it was not with my current provider. Okay. So I got to cancel my internet here, set up internet there. Setting up the internet there, easy. Took maybe four minutes, Mm -hmm. right? Boom, here's the address. That's when I got to start. Be there. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Now I need to call and cancel my current provider. Oh, boy. Now, I've admitted 100 times I don't do any of the bills in my home. Right. No idea. You don't even know how much you make, do you? But th- no clue. This one bill is the only bill that was in my name. So my wife couldn't cancel it. I had to do it. Okay. Yesterday, I sit down in my kitchen and I call. Now, here's the thing. It took 37 steps to get to somebody. Oh, I hate that so much. Because, you know, it's like, first, uh, if you'd like to talk about residential, press one. So right. go through all those. Then it asked me for my account number. My brother in the Lord. I have no idea. Yeah, why would they need that? So I don't put. I anything. mean, not why would they need that? Why would they think you would know that? I don't put anything in, and it asks again. So I just hit one pound representative, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and I then had to jump through thirty-seven hoops to prove who I was. And I finally get to a person, and what's their first question, sir? What's your account number? I don't know. If I knew, I wouldn't be talking to you. I was like, obviously, you have my phone number. This is me. Here's my address. I would like to cancel, right? Before you cancel, sir, may I make you an offer? Like, I, n- no. Is it an offer I can't refuse? Oh, we'll give it to you, you know, whatever, $15 off every month. No. Yeah. I'd like to cancel. Okay, sir, hold on. And puts me on hold. Comes back. Sir, I've been authorized by my manager to <laughs> make you a better offer. I was like, I, that's great. $20 off plus uh, Showtime. I was like, I don't even have TV through Showtime. You. Oh, there's the selling point. Yeah, I was like, I don't even, I don't even have my cable TV. I don't have cable TV, so I, that does nothing for me. Please hold. You know they're just playing Tetris. Why <laughs> run hold? <laughs> right. Comes back, and I, I'm expecting him to come back. Say, you know, hey, thank you very much. I've gone ahead and canceled all this, sir. I've been authorized to make another. <laughs> 
I, I picture this person just walking back to their manager's office, sweating, handful of papers, like, look, man, this, I'm, I'm losing him. He's walking. He's going to walk. Can I do 25 and HBO? Hey, comes back. And he's like, sir, I've been authorized to give you a better offer. I mean, dude, I, I just want to cancel. He's like, I'm willing to throw in HBO. I, I, dude. Sir, I'm going to be honest with you. They said I'm fired if you cancel. Even my- if I lose this one sale, they're going to fire me. So I'm doing this all on speakerphone because I'm writing things down. I'm kind of doing, trying to do other things. And my wife is walking through the kitchen and she's just like, oh, no. And I said, dude, I swear to God, I said, I don't have television through you. I don't care about the TVs. In fact, you could offer to give me this service for free at this point in time. And I would say no, just because you've made the wood grudge list. I was Dang. Like, I swear. I was like, dude, I am. I want to cancel. Please hold. Uh-oh. And I turned. I can't to, wait to hear this. This is like deal or no deal when the banker would call down. What's the next offer? I turned to Andrea. I said, I swear to God, if this dude does not come back with the information of I'm canceling, of where I need to send all this crap, I'm going to rip this out of the wall. <laughs> Sir, Mr. Wood? Yes. Yeah. What's up, man? I've been authorized for one final offer. I, <laughs> deal or no deal? I, 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 I lost it at this point in time. I was like, I... I I get it, man. Like, your job is to try to keep as many people on here as you can. But I am telling you right here and now, man, I will never use your service again. Disconnect me right now. Not right now. (laughs) Right. I got a lot of streaming and stuff I'd like to do later on. Just, you know, boom, here's the date. I'll get it done. Finally, he comes back. All right, we can go ahead and do that. I've been authorized to cancel your account. It is wild to me how many steps. And honestly... According to my wife, that was actually easier than it was to cancel some other things. Oh, yeah, it's tough. Like, if you ever tried to do, like, we got nailed on a website, and I won't see the website's name out there. It had to do with babysitters. Like, we didn't click, like, the 13 buttons in the right order to cancel. We found out, like, six months later, we've been paying every month. Oh, gosh. It is so hard to cancel things now. I have a hunch, and this is probably, I'm probably on a pretty sturdy limb here. I think they make it so difficult to do that then you just don't do it. You know, just like, ah, screw it. Like, you give up and you just keep their service. Like, trying to file our expense reports here. If you're listening, Bob Layton, Mm -hmm. it's so difficult. I paid, what, $80 when we parked at the airport? It's so difficult to file an expense report. I just, I was like, I'll just eat the 80 bucks. I'll save Layton Broadcasting $80, even though my family's eating hot dogs and ramen every day. Mine got kicked back to me. Yeah. They were like, hey, look, what did you spend this on? Remember the good old days of just walking in with a receipt? Hey, I need to get reimbursed for this. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you got a double verification, eyelid scan. Well, plus I did try to turn in a receipt from a strip club. Well, so okay. There are reasons where it does get kicked back a time or two. You, you maybe ruined it for the rest of us. Uh, people texting in, says uh, Tiffany says uh, they have to get three no's before canceling. Yeah. Well, I gave him three no's in a row. Does that count? <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. I'm going to tell you a little something about Utukvik, Alaska. And I don't have no idea how to pronounce this. I'm shocked. You can't just put a T and a Q next to each other without a U after it. Mm-hmm. U-T-Q-I-A-G-V-I-K. It's probably, you know, like some sort of like native. Probably. Utukvik. Yeah. I don't mean any disrespect by it. No. But a couple weeks ago, the sun went down in Utukvik, and it now will not come up for 66 days. Now, they'll get like almost what kind of looks like twilight. Like They'll get what looks like a sunset, Mm -hmm. and that's the extent of their daylight for the day. And people live there. 
Uh-uh. Oh, sorry, Brian Riley. I didn't no, have your mic no, no, on. No, 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 Wait, no. that's the that's the hot. Like the most sun they're going to get is yes. like dusk. Like like a sunset is the most sun they get, and it's because <sighs> because we live on a on a ball shaped Earth. Oh no! Here we go. That that tilt. You know, that's obviously tilted on its you know side a little bit as mm-hmm. it goes around, and we in the northern hemisphere tilts away from the sun. They don't get any. They don't get any sunlight for sixty six days up there. Now, how do you flat earthers battle that? I'm not I was going to say. Do you believe that as a flat earther? Or <laughs> guys, we need to stop. Okay, ha ha ha. We all had our laughs calling me a flat earther. I am not a flat earther. All I said one time is that they have some valid points. Yeah. So us not here on the round side of the world, <laughs> Kelly. I, me me doing this story proves I'm not a flat earther. That would be mm. brutal. Brutal, man. Like that, so that's going to affect your not only like your mentality, but your personality, everything. Well, then in the summer, starting in May, the sun comes up and then doesn't set for sixty six days because that's when <laughs> Couldn't that's, do it. that's when the ball Earth turns towards the sun. In, in all reality, we work in a building with no windows, right? And, and we're it's here, depressing. And we're here for how long? I feel like we could probably be do it. No, I, I, I think know. you could because you hate like any like going anywhere in the light. Mm-hmm. Like you're always oh, what like, am I, a vampire all of a sudden? I don't know, because you're always like, oh, I'd love to live in an apartment building where I never had to leave. Yes. Yeah. You know how much gas is? I'm trying to oh, save money. Pete's sake. Dude, you got two jobs. What are you doing with your money? <laughs> I'm not making enough, obviously. Well, then get a third. I'm tired <laughs> of hearing about it. Dancing on stage, Brian Riley. <laughs> Cinnamon. Please but anyway, well, then, <laughs> If that ever did happen, I would hope for the darkness. <laughs> you're welcome, Actually, guys. I would stare directly into the sun. But... <laughs> <laughs> then you but, guys are missing out on the show. But do, what, what do you think about this? Do you think that would be a fun summer vacation to take to somewhere where the sun never set? Uh-uh. No. No? You no. wouldn't like that? I just, in, you mean, you'd? I get the blackout curtains and everything, but still, you, I don't feel like I would ever get a good sleep. Yeah, but it'd be cool I, to like go to a bar at midnight and it looks like it's noon outside. That'd be neat. I would be interested to see if there's like higher alcohol rates in that because oh, of how God, light it dude. is all the time. Yeah. You're just like, oh, we're keep going. What time is it? <laughs> 3.30. What? Oh, it's all right. I work in a couple of hours. We'll be okay. Yeah. You don't have that shame of darkness when the sun starts coming back up and you've been drinking all yeah. night. Mm. That's that's shameful. But I don't know. I just think it would be kind of cool to go somewhere and see the sun never set. Uh, Jason texts in for Kelly. Hey, what about the turtles underneath the world? <sighs> Jason's a flat earther. Well, here comes the Kellys. <laughs> you, can't, you can't throw other people under the bus when you yourself. Can, can we please put a moratorium on saying I'm a flat earther? It, it really makes me nervous that people are going to think I'm weird. Wow, that <laughs> ship sailed off the edge of the earth, buddy. Don't worry about it. Fine. I, I know that the earth is a ball, and that's why I find this story to be so amazing. That Utukvik, Alaska, they go 66 days without sun, then 66 days with only sun. Pretty amazing stuff, man. And you can actually watch the sun circle around the sky when you're up there. Around the <laughs> around the top of the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. We're mm-hmm. going to be running late here pretty soon. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I did. I think it's really cool that this amazing ball earth that we live on does such amazing things. And I'll have another one for you tomorrow. And you might not like that one either, but I don't care because sometimes... <laughs> maybe I don't make. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. With Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. Glenn Edwards is a 65-year-old crane operator. He was working on a building, and when the building erupted into flames, the building that was under construction erupted into flames. Well, here's what Glenn said. I looked out on level eight where he was, and he was waving his coat. And I said, yeah, there's someone on level eight. I said, get the cage on. So he looks out at this building that he's working on that's on fire. There's a man standing on the top of it, waving his coat, 
and will is destined for death. I mean, this if you see the vid, you've seen the video. Look. It's it's scary. That flame is insane. So that's what he said. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna put the cage on and see if I can't get this guy off the roof." The thing was, he couldn't see where the guy was really from his from his angle. But I guess there was a camera. I, I don't know how cranes work, mm-hmm. but he he said there was some kind of camera at the end of his like near the cage that he put on. But the smoke was so bad, he said he couldn't see anything. So he was just going off the guidance of someone on the ground who could see the man up on the other level. And he, I mean, I just, this story just blows my mind. And so he was able to maneuver the cage to where this gentleman could get into it. And he didn't even know that the guy went, got into it. He heard like an eruption of cheers. And this guy was up, what did he say, nine, 90 meters? What is that, 270 feet? Don't do it. No, I just think, keep going. No, I think don't, a meter don't. is three feet, right? No. Or cl- close to three feet. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yes. So he hears everyone erupt in cheers. He hears the guy get on the walkie-talkie and say, you've got him, you've got him. So he picks him up and sets him down on the ground in this cage that he had. This guy, if you see the video, and I'm sorry it's radio, I, I keep talking about it, but, but this guy looked like he was minutes from death. Well, I mean, he was like in the corner, and right. he's like holding his jacket up to just try to give him any sort of barrier between the flames. Yeah, and it had had uh, had he not had uh, Glenn Edwards not been up there with his crane, this guy would have would have that would have been it. It, it. And think about it when you like get it. We've all played the claw game in the right. arcade, right? Yeah, just because you pick it up doesn't mean it's over, man. Right. <laughs> you got to get him over there and get it down. Right, and it's just so crazy. Like crane operators to me, like the super skilled crane operators. You, like you'll see them pick up a wine glass or something with a yeah. big old crane. I just, it, it must take decades to get that good at it. Mm. But thank goodness. Glenn Edwards is 65. He said he's been doing this as long as he can remember. So thank God he was the one at the controls that day. And I guarantee you he's never picked up anything <laughs> as important as that one there. Well, he said that he still hasn't even met the guy that he saved yet. They still haven't even met. Buddy, where are you at? He says, all I hope is that he'll take me across the street for a pint someday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think well, he owes you that at a minimum. But here's the other cool thing. So the people wanted to just start a fundraising page for him, a GoFundMe for him, just to be like, hey, thank you for being so good at what you do. Their initial go- goal was 5,000 uh, pounds. Let me click on it because I just pulled it up. Their, their goal now is sitting at 9,133 pounds. I don't know what that is in dollars. But yeah. No, I'm not going to do the conversion Good. rate, but I know it's close. Like mm-hmm. I know that's close to what we have. It's probably like 8,000 American dollars or well, something. Like you said, you weren't going to do it, then you just went and did well, it anyway. just, I'm yeah. estimating. But it's a lot of money, though. No doubt. And he deserves it. Like It's a nice thank you for doing what you do. And that's the thing. And they said a lot of small donations are just coming in from people who saw the story. It was a wild video, and man... You never know. I know. Unbelievable story right there. I can't believe that. Man, if someone did that for me, I would seek them out. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd go back to the construction site and be like, hey, what was that guy's name who saved my life? You kind of owe him. Yeah. Five bucks for a pint or three pounds, whatever it is. Jeez. Either way, I love this story, man. I love a guy like Glenn Edwards who's just been a crane operator his whole life, and now it finally paid off with someone's life. And we'll have another one of these for you tomorrow, Wood. Love it. Beacon of light in the darkness, all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. This was your happy hour. Kelly and Wood. All right, it is now time to play Drunk Dial. That's where I asked a drunk person at a music festival basic trivia questions, and we get someone on the phone to figure out if they got the answers right or wrong. I believe we have Alyssa on the phone with us right now. Alyssa, what are you up to this morning? I'm driving to work. All right, are you ready to play around a drunk dial? Yes. Okay, well, I'm just going to play you the question that I asked our person who was clearly intoxicated. And you can either answer it yourself, or you can guess whether they got it right or wrong. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Here's the first question. The United States shares a border with which two countries? 
The United States shares a border with what two countries? Mexico and Canada. That is absolutely correct. You got that one. Let's see what would have happened had you drunk dialed. The United States shares a border with which two countries? Oh, I know that. That's easy. Canada and Mexico. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I, just, I just love the way she says it. All right. Well, you are doing very good this morning. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. Here's the next question I asked. I'm ready. Which continent is known as the dark continent? Do you know that one? Or do you want to see if the drunk dialer got it right or wrong? Antarctica. Oh, that's wrong. Mm. Now, do you think our drunk do you think our drunk dialer got it right or wrong? Um, I hope she got it wrong too. Let's see. I'm ready. Which continent is known as the dark continent? Oh god. I never heard of no dark continent. Would you like to take a guess? Okay, let me Okay, dark anybody. Alaska. <laughs> You guys were close with Iceland and Antarctica, but no, the correct answer is Africa. Uh. All right, are you got to get the, <laughs> now? You got to get this last one because it's best two out of three. Okay. Okay. If you don't know the answer, you can always drunk dial and guess whether the drunk person got it right or wrong. But here's the next question: uh, uh, What famous Chicago Bulls player wore the number twenty-three? Boy, it's even hard to understand me. What? What famous Chicago Bulls player wore the number twenty-three? Well, do you want to answer um, that, or do you want to guess if she got it right or wrong? I'm going to guess she got it wrong. All right. Do you know who it is? You asked me 33. I know that one, but not 23. Who was 33? Scotty Pippen? Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Right. Even I knew. How the hell did I know that? No Pippen. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You're going to guess she got it wrong? Yes. All right. Here we go. What famous Chicago Bulls player wore the number 23? Chicago Bulls? Bulls? Most famous. Is Bulls like basketball or baseball? Basketball. Although he played ball. You don't even freaking know. (laughs) Basketball. Um, I don't know. Shaquille O'Neal? What's it? Shaquille O'Neal? Oh, yeah, that's right, Matt. Shaquille O'Neal. No. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Woo-wee. <laughs> well, you did it this morning because, but the correct answer, obviously, MJ. Michael, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael yeah. Jordan. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Crazy that you knew Scottie Pippen and not Michael Jordan. That's crazy. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because you did it. You won Drunk Dial this morning. Hey! All right. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast. We started out, I think all we talked about was David Copperfield this morning. A li- yes. We talked about a lot of magic. As Kelly ruined it for all of us. <laughs> Look, it, it, YouTube did it. I just watched it. Plus, I was called a maniac on the roadways well, by a co-worker, and then you back... Well, because you, you parked right up on the top of my car. I'll get my dander up again. <laughs> well, we don't want that. You'll hear it all right now in our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Okay, that one just... Oh, that's just... Oh, now it's back. There we go. I like that song, man. Cody Johnson, the painter. Okay. I like Cody Johnson. So do I. Dude, I got an issue with the way you parked yesterday. I want to bring this up right here, right now. You know what? I am... Well, you want to get to it? Just First of all, get in the chat room. Yeah, you, just because you drive a big old Raptor and I drive a little Tiguan doesn't mean that you can treat me like dirt. Second of all, you're the second person to come after me because you're you're a you're a weird driver. 
I don't feel unsafe. I don't feel unsafe with you, but you you go nuts behind the wheel. I do not go aggressive. I I. And wow. You, I was gonna take a picture yesterday, but I was so angry I couldn't keep my hands from shaking to take a photo of how close you parked to oh, me. Oh, so sorry, Miss Daisy. I had to walk. Get to. I had to slide into my car sideways. Now you and I park next to each other in the parking lot every morning. Yes. It's it's almost like we all have assigned spots. Catching a door ding from the Kelly of Jordan. <laughs> no, I would I would never door ding the Raptor. Not a, not in a million years. Better I may be I may be upset with you, but I could never be upset with the Raptor. Well, my metal kick my metal like uh, step boards yeah. actually stick out farther, so you couldn't even get to me with a door. I know I tried. I- <laughs> Ended up putting a huge ding in my own door. <laughs> yeah. Now there's, there's air blowing in there. Now it's interesting you bring this up because yesterday morning we all come in bright and early. Yeah. Not many cars on the road. All the other morning shows in the building come in at the same time. I'm here first usually. I'm going to bring this up here because this, I'm a tad salty about it. All right. All right. So I come in off Highway 10 into downtown St. Cloud. Yes. There is a train. On the tracks. Yeah. Now, if you don't know the intersection I'm talking about, there's two sets of tracks, probably 30 feet from each other. Yeah, okay. Okay? So, I pull up, and there's already people lined up, but they are behind the first set of tracks. Okay. So, they're missing out on the middle spots. Between the two tracks. Because they're not jumping over the first set of tracks, waiting in that 30 feet it's okay. probably even bigger than that. I don't think you're supposed to, though, are you? Yeah, the hell you aren't. Okay. So what I did is I came up, saw all these boobs and nincompoops waiting in the back, and I got in between them. So I just jumped over a lane in front of everybody and moved up like three car spots. Okay. Ten, my ten my mind. I, the, the, the only thing I'm doing is... I'm feeling traffic here, baby. I'm trying to keep us moving here, all right? I'm not at, waiting at back 3 here. At 3.30 in the morning when no one's on the road. What, what, are you, what are you carrying in your car that is so precious, that you so valuable that you cannot risk. apparently sit between two train tracks? Well, okay, what if a train were to come one way and then come the other way? I don't awesome. Think, I don't think you're supposed to go between the tracks. What? Oh, they're going to contrate it. What are they going to make? Like a vortex of air that's going to lift me? No, I mean, but the I mean the vortex the uh, the the Raptor is strong, exactly. But it's not stronger than a train. Watch your mouth. I'd like to see you put it to the test. I, I'll do it right here and now. <laughs> so, anyways, one of these cars that I wiggled in front of was a coworker. Yeah, a young lady across the hall in a different station. Yeah. So we pull into the parking lot, literally right behind each other. She gets out. You're a menace. <laughs> First of all, I don't know of anyone outside of Dennis that has been called a menace in real life. Uh, yeah, that is that is a tough one to pull out of the old dictionary. She then begins to read me the riot act of how I drive. Yeah, that monstrosity of a truck. Yeah. <laughs> you around a lot of words, and they're hurtful. So, you know, words can be violence, yes. I've been told. That's right. Words matter. And here, here is the crux of it all. Because I said to her, I said, wait, you think you're a better driver than me? She has a ticket. She's admitted she got a speeding ticket like a year ago. Oh, yeah. The kid's, the kid's rolling with a clean record. Which is crazy you don't have any speeding tickets. I'm a good driver. I'm but, just aggressive. And you speed. Which is fine. Allegedly. I, that's why, I, right. 
Allegedly. I, I think the statute of limitations is up on that, but that's why I like riding with you because you get us there quicker than I do because I'm driving Miss Daisy. Now, I pointed out the fact that she has got a ticket and I have not. She then pointed out that there are rumors I have a device in my truck right. that helps me not get pulled over. Correct. Is it illegal? Why are you talking about it like there that? There are certain states where fuzzbusters are illegal. Really? Is this one of them? I don't know. Oh. And that's why I'm kind of speaking hey, in. Uh, was riding dirty? Well, I'm only here a couple more days, as Craig yeah, just pointed out. Yeah, fun. Uh, but, like, I know Virginia, it's illegal. And, like, I think Pennsylvania, if you get pulled over with one, like, it's a hefty ticket. Which is messed up, man. Right. Well, why? I mean... Because th- I don't want those radar waves going into my brain. I'm just trying... That's the only reason I have it. Right. Yeah, I don't have it for speeding purposes. I'll just wrap a metal net around your car, then, to prevent it. True. You don't think I've tried? <laughs> Wear an aluminum foil hat. That'll protect you. I was upset, though, that I was called a menace for being a good driver. Well, I know the young lady you're talking about, mm-hmm. and she's very dramatic and wow. very, very sassy. Very sassy. So I think that that's why you got called a menace. I, I like her. I Don't get me wrong. Right. She's, just, she's sassy. No, I just... I just find it a little hurtful. <laughs> the way you parked was hurtful yesterday because I banged my knee on my door trying to get into my car. Well, that's not my fault. No, you just you don't care. You, well, you just park your big old truck in the hell with my Tiguan. Here's the thing. Was I between the lines? No. You lying <laughs> SOP. You weren't. I, damn it, I should have taken a picture because <laughs> you weren't. And, and you don't normally do that. I was like, what the hell is wrong with him today? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's, you want to know what it was? It was because of her. Because you were so chasing me in. You were so angry by the time you got here, you wouldn't let me open my door. Well, because here's the deal. When I pull in, it's too tight of a turn. I have to make a three-point turn. You failed yesterday. So as I was three-pointing, she came swooping in behind me like a menace. Okay. In her monstrosity. Okay. And maybe that's why I got a little close. So you know what? Allow for a little self-growth here. I I, I apologize, Kelly. That's why I didn't take a picture. Because I was going to blast it out on social media. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut him some slack. He's been going through some things. I apologize. But you know hey, what? Huh? wasn't my fault. No. Well, let, <laughs> come on. Let's get the show started. No, we heard. <laughs> I'll always text my daughter that because my daughter is very funny about like current slang. She knows <laughs> She knows how funny it is. You know, she doesn't use it in. It's, she uses it ironically, I would say. <sighs> so I'll always uh, I'll text her like have a good Thursday. Your daughter has very Daria vibes. She does have very Daria vibes. If, you, if everyone remembers the old MTV show. She was actually Daria like last Halloween, two Halloweens ago. Really? Yeah, she was Daria. She's My daughter's so cool, though. Like She just has this cool vibe about her. I never really watched Daria, though. I didn't either. It annoyed me. But it was on that, after Beavis and Butthead, of course. Right. Now that my daughter is Daria, I have to, you know... I have to embrace it fully. Oh, I'm not saying that as an insult by any means. No, I didn't. I did not take it as an insult. Just very calm, almost too mature for the room type. Way feel. too mature for the room. Mm-hmm. She uses words sometimes that I don't even know, and I'm like, right, yeah, such right, as right, honey. I can't remember any of them. I actually had a moment like that yesterday as my son was like describing like color saturation. Yeah. And I didn't know if he was right or wrong, so I just changed the subject. <laughs> I'll never forget, my daughter was like six years old, and she used the word bioluminescence. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, how do you even know that word? Whoa. I give all credit to their mom, because their mom read to them incessantly, like nonstop, and they used to read all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they're so, both of my kids are crazy. They're both like straight A students. It's huge. Like th- yeah. To get kids reading at a young age, because you're right. I was talking about this with my son the other day because 
even like learning the right words to use. Right. Like if you get an email from somebody and they use like the wrong there or, you know, the wrong to. It makes them look unintelligent. It really, it, to me, it, it like jumps out. But and even though I'm not intelligent by any means, like those things make me think somebody else is unintelligent. Like punctuation, I'll cut you slack on that because I never know if my punctuation is correct or mm-hmm. not. Like, is it comma space? You know, I I don't know. I uh, you know where I land on commas? Don't use them. I just throw them around everywhere. Take a strong step. Yeah, take a little pause here. Take a breath. I I would rather have too many commas than not enough. So I'm literally middle sentence. I'm like, this has been a long sentence. Comma. I still remember. I still remember. I was applying for a job at a radio station, and I had to write a letter saying what would I do with that radio station if I was there, right? Mm-hmm. So I wrote this long letter, and then I sent it to a friend of mine who was like the vice president of programming for some company, and he was like, "Dude, what's with all the commas?" I was like, "I don't know." It felt like I felt like you needed one there. They're in for two holes, <laughs> comma. He, he was like, "Do me a favor, take out ninety percent of these commas and send this thing back." I was so embarrassed because I just don't know how to do that. I remember the first time I really got to use like a computer computer right. that had like word processor on it. Oh yeah, and I like used the synonym thing. Oh for fun! Damn near every word. <laughs> And I, I, you know, I had my mom read it because she was a teacher, and right. she just said, "Sweetheart, this makes no sense." <laughs> They're on four two hold. Yeah, maybe you're dumb, mom. <laughs> maybe you are. Hold on, <laughs> stupid. That's the synonym. <laughs> Thank you, word processor. <laughs> yeah. Or they like kicks you back, like you misspell a word so bad. Even like Google's like, dude, oh I, man, I, I don't know. I still do that to this day. And then I get mad at the computer. Right. I'm like, how do you not know what I'm trying to say here? Exactly. Help, help me out. I, you know what word I couldn't spell the other day? Maintenance. Oh, that's always gotten me. So I just I, I just deleted it all and just put fix-ups. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I swear to I stand by the fact that's why no one types out congratulations. Congrats. No one, no one knows how to spell it. Thursday, November 30th, last day of November. We made it. Aren't there 31 days in November? Nah, man. Tomorrow's the first. And uh, my birthday's on Saturday, December 2nd. <laughs> Apologize. Happy birthday ahead of time. Thanks. Yeah, no need to say it anymore. Well, I mean, I've gotten you stuff in the past. Oh, absolutely you have. I, I got d- you a print shirt you wore once and I never saw it again. Oh, it shrunk. Or I got bigger. I don't know. I think uh, I think it shrunk. Watch yourself. It was. I love the shirt. It was purple. It said prints on it. It was awesome. It was like 15% cotton. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, whatever the other stuff was, it shrunk fast. <laughs> Space age material. Thank you very much. I got you a Dolly Parton shirt. I hardly ever see you wear that. Oh, how dare you. I think you wore it at WeFest. Yes. Okay. That, is my, that is my concert shirt. Because I felt bad. You would always remember my birthday, and I would never remember yours, so I got you a Dolly Parton shirt. What is my birthday? October 17th. That was literally like a month ago. <laughs> No. May 12th. Hey, wow. Is that it? Yes. Okay. October 17th is your anniversary, isn't it? I have no idea. I think it, I think that's honestly your anniversary. It's something. Yours is like one week before mine. It's in. I know mine's in football season. Which, I don't know if it's September or October. October. It's October. I know it's October. Okay. Because I think me, you, and our boss all have wedding anniversaries like within a few weeks of each other. I don't know. Learn me, Wood. Learn me. I know there's... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, as I said, I remember there was football on when we got married. <laughs> right. So, hey, Pro- I get the Probably season. during the ceremony, I'm guessing. There was. Uh, well, in the reception. And my wife did not like that because we are very, very aware of the Ohio State game and the line of it. But that's neither here nor there. Right. Uh, you know what? The past is the past. And honestly, let's be real. She knew what she was getting into. Oh, God, yes. From that moment on, I, I don't want to hear your mouth. You knew it was up. <laughs> you knew who I am. 
So, Wood, speaking of the past is the past, mm-hmm. We, I think we've talked about this before. When David Copperfield used to do a television special. It was a big deal. It was a huge deal. Circle round, kids. Yeah, and it, and they were awesome. Like, the, the dancing, the music, you know, he always had a bit of panache. And there was always a lead up. You know, it was an hour, there were usually hour specials. Right, and then there was one big trick at the end. Right. Wh- whether it was making the Statue of Liberty disappear. The crowd will disappear. Right. Mm-hmm. Or he uh, walking through the Great Wall of China. Right. So my algorithms on all of my things are weird. Like the stuff that I'm presented with are very weird. It's my fault, clearly. YouTube knows me better than I know me. As a flat earther, you're going to get some weird stuff. That's, I'm not a flat earther. Mm-hmm. They just have some valid points. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yesterday I'm clicking through YouTube as I do every night when I'm going to bed. And this video pops up. In today's episode, we're unveiling the hidden secrets behind some of the world's greatest magic tricks. From David Copperfield vanishing the Statue of Liberty, to passing through the Great Wall of China and many more of his tricks. And so I watched it. It was an hour long. I watched it. I watched the whole thing. And it was it was sad to me because magic is, you know, like you still believe, like, how did he do it? Did he make a deal with the devil? How did he do this stuff? And then when this guy explains the tricks, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's so simple. But they're so good at it that that it like tricks our eyes and we don't see it. The Great Wall of China one, that one had me puzzled my entire life. Right. I used to I would think about it at least once a month. That he maybe dug a tunnel underneath. Well, do you wanna do you wanna do you want me to ruin the secret? I don't know if I want you to or not. Because I'll tell you what it was. I, I know I, I could do it now. There's no you couldn't. What the hell you say? It's so simple. No. Yes. The Great Wall of China has been around for thousands of years. So? You're going to tell me you can just morph through it. That's not what he did. Do you want to know the secret or not? Do you want to know how they made the Statue of Liberty? Liberty how about this? If you don't want to know, turn your radio down for 20 seconds. There's, Go. There's tunnels underneath the Great Wall of China. He hid in the staircase of that thing that looked like he was walking through. And then when the camera panned over to the other side, he ran underneath the Great Wall of China and then hid in the staircase of the other platform that they had out there when it looked like he was coming through it mm-hmm. that was just the hands of his assistants pushing on that thing and they showed it once they tell you and then you see it you see it i don't believe it and scene <laughs> and uh, you, david copperfield is like the only magician that freaks me out right because he was so good like david blaine I, I don't get me wrong it's neat you can hold your breath for like whatever nine minutes or whatever what do they cool. call that exhibition comedy or something like that or not comedy but uh, magic. magic yeah I, but you, you're not really doing anything for me Penn and Teller alright that seems the, the whole situation's a little weird to me which I can never really get past he even ruined one of their tricks in the video Chris Angel sucks <laughs> but David Copperfield I saw live and it messed me up man because it was so good it I, I it was in Atlanta, and it was in this big theater, and we had good seats. We were probably like 20 rows back, and when he cut himself in half and started walking around with his legs, I, I'm not lying. My dad literally had to hold me in my seat because I wanted to get the hell out of there. I tried pushing past him to get out of the building because I believe the man was a warlock. He's, he's, he's good. I mean, even this dude who's destroying David Copperfield says he's one of the best. His greatest trick what? was getting... Christy Brinkley. Oh, man. No. Cla- wasn't it Claudia? Christy Brinkley was Billy Joel, which is another phenomenal magic trick in and of itself because Billy Joel is one of the ugliest people on the planet Earth. True. So who was it then? Wait, I shouldn't say that. I have a cousin who looks just like Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not on the whole Hey, way. <laughs> if I'm that cousin, I'm like, hey, there's a Claudia Schiffer out there for me. 
when my when my co- my cousin looks so much like Billy Joel when he went to the concert, people were taking pictures with him. He looks oh. he looks that much like him. He should have tried to walk up on stage for real. It, it's it's uncanny how much he looks like Billy Joel. That is wild. I have a picture in my phone, but that doesn't really translate well to radio. And plus, I don't know if you're allowed to put his picture up there on like our social medias. I can do whatever I want. He's my cousin. Oh, everyone pop it up on social media and let's see. All right, I'll I'll pull it out of my phone later. But the, again, David Copperfield, not a overtly handsome fella. No, but he just he had swagger for days though. And machismo. Yes. You know, there was just that. And honestly, the fact that you can quote unquote do magic. Yeah. That lends a little bit of an aura to you. Do you want to know how he made the Statue of Liberty disappear? Didn't they just rotate the camera? Nope. Because they they, they, they said that there's no way they could have rotated that platform. Okay. You know what they did? He had lights shining towards everyone. They just shut the lights off on the Statue of Liberty and looked like it wasn't there. And then you're saying, well, how did they do that thing from the helicopter where they showed the empty platform? They just built a platform and turned some lights on. It was all just a simple trick. I'm not buying that one either. I think he actually made the building disappear for a minute and brought it back. <laughs> what is the next one he said he wants to do? Make Mount Everest disappear? He wants to do something crazy like that. Is I he remember, still doing it? I, I guess. He said he wants to make a... I know, no, he made a 747 disappear one time. Well, look over here and... Wah, takes off like... <laughs> ha ha! Look at me. Hell, I can do a make a 747 disappear at the airport. Well, I think people would hear the jet engines fire up. Unless he was playing some of that loud disco music that he likes. Look, I haven't had my plan figured out totally <laughs> just yet, but it's coming to me. It'll and get there soon enough. It was just funny because my childhood was literally being ruined before my very eyes, but I couldn't turn it off because I was like, how do they do that? It is even like the sleight of hand stuff, I find very interesting. Yeah. You know, the ball in the cup and all that stuff. Card tricks, like up-close card tricks are always crazy. Yeah. Like, what's that de- guy's name? Shin Lin? He, was, he won America's Got Talent, and he's like the king of up-close card tricks. And he even ruined some of his tricks for me. There was one guy on the street in Vegas. Like, if you ever go to Las Vegas, they have Fremont Street. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of people that can, like, perform in, like, these specified circles. And there was a guy, he, ha- he took money from me, right? He took a $10 bill. I wrote my name on it. Right. And he somehow had that dollar bill with my handwriting inside of a lemon. You want me to figure that one out? Oh, okay, let me get to the YouTube then. Can I take this morning off and get to YouTube and do some research? Please clock out right now, go home, get in the lab, and figure it out. Because I, you know, all right, there's got to be some trick to it. It was in the lemon. I saw him cut it open. Now, was it all folded up? Yes. Okay. I know how he did it. No, you don't. All right. No, you don't. What he was doing was palming your, he was probably palming the one that had your signature on it. Mm-hmm. There was a $10 bill in the lemon that he probably inserted in there. And as he pulled it out and was unfolding it, he somehow then unfolded yours instead of the one that was already in the lemon. Nah, no, I thought he was just a warlock. <laughs> Stone this guy. What? I love that you still believe. I tell you what, if I would have been around back in the Salem witch days, yeah. I absolutely would have led the groups in burning people, burning people st- left and right. Yeah. I, that's haunting. <laughs> you know, we I'm just like, "Oh, that's a really cool trick, Steve." I'm like, "Hey, hey, we got to we got to get rid of that guy." Can you imagine doing those tricks back in the days? And people would be like, "That person is a witch or that person right. that person is, you know, that's crazy to think. Well, why do you think we thought, you know, the gods were fist fighting in the sky when, you know, you were, there was thunder and stuff? Right. You come up with your own explanation sometimes. It was, it was God bowling, right? Well, yeah. Should we do some history? Come on. <laughs> come on. Let's do-
It was on this day in 1994. We're very proud to represent all the soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines in the field and to have been selected to be the initial group to come home. I'm sorry, it was 1995. Uh, Operation Desert Storm ended on that day. That was a quick one. I'll never forget watching it on TV. Mm -hmm. Like, what was that, 1991, I believe, when it started, right? I think so, yeah. And just, it was night vision, and it was like, here's what's going on in Iraq right now. I mean, that was just, it was, it was. I think, probably the first time it was ever, like, real-time broadcasting. Because I know, like, 60 Minutes, like, during the Vietnam War would do stories about it. Right. But it wasn't, like, live footage of cities being bombed. And they said that's why the public opinion on Vietnam turned so much. Obviously, you and I weren't around for that. Right. But people were seeing daily updates of, you know, American men and women losing their lives and stuff and thought yeah. to themselves, I don't know if this is it. Right. And then, of course, like you said, it jumped to instantaneous yeah. to where we are now, where you literally can pull up your phone and yeah. see kind of stuff like that, which is you can like Bad. watch the camera on the front of a missile take out a building. It's just insane. Yeah, it, it's it's tough to watch. I mean, it definitely takes a tough stomach on some yeah, of that stuff. It does. Uh, on this day in 2004, lead over Ken Jennings right now, and his final response was FedEx. His wager was 5601. He winds up in 2004. Ken Jennings lost a 74 game winning streak on Jeopardy. What was the question? I, I don't know. It, it wasn't on the sound clip I had. What a dummy. And I was running behind today. So I'd have got it right. Well, yeah. I, I don't like him. Like, I don't like him as a host. He He's was, smarmy. He was on a show called The Chase where it was like people had to battle like people who had done really well on Jeopardy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just hated him. I was like, I hate that guy. He's smarmy. He is 100%. Kind of talks down to you a like, little hey, bit. Hey, man, you ain't better than me. You know, Trebek, he had all the answers. Right. But he acted like the common man. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I only know these because I have cue cards. That's it. Ken Jennings, I don't like the no. cut of that guy's jib. <laughs> uh, what it was on this day in 2018? Read my lips. No on this day in 2018, George H.W. Bush died. Oh, all right. I was about to say, that was long before that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. George Herbert Walker Bush. It's wild to see how being president ages these days. oh man well it should i've always said like you shouldn't want a second term like it should be such a hard job that you don't want a second term that you're like i want to i want to get the hell out of here power's intoxicating though oh i believe it to be the most powerful person on earth what does that feel like but man those dudes come out the other side just looking right Whoa. and to make four hundred thousand a year you come out somehow as a multi-multi-millionaire however that works well the illuminati makes your i your love money. that but can you imagine being president and all of a sudden hey you gotta wake up it's 4 a.m we gotta talk to you know president whoever the hell right. on the other side of the earth like then you're like hello were you sleeping no can't can we do this with an email you know just shoot me something. Uh, let's do some birthdays real quick. Celebrating a birthday today. Get off of me! Don't you touch me! It is over between us, Kate. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody! <laughs> ben Stiller celebrating a birthday today. I, for my money, Walt Whitman is one of the ten best movie characters ever in Dodgeball. Yeah. He is such a, just a complete, <laughs> unlikable person. I got to rewatch that movie. It's hilarious. That it movie holds is so up. good. Where he snaps and that uh, his Michelle pulls up on the scooter. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally have tears in my eyes. But Ben Stiller, he's got to be 57? Ah, you're close. 
Ben Stiller is the ripe old age of 58 today. I like Ben Stiller, So man. do I. He's not, he hasn't been around him much lately. I, well, I think, he, well, he, didn't he go some marriage issues? I think he and that... Uh, I, I think they split up and then got back together or something Oh, well, like good. That. I've always liked his wife, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey, watch yourself. Uh, all right, also celebrating a birthday today... This song. How can you not? Oh, girls are to play a ten times a go go. Billy Idol celebrating a birthday today. That dude was the uh, the guy. In oh, the 80s. absolutely, he was. Like, what would you even call this punk? It was pop, like maybe punk, like the maybe? first pop punk yeah. star there. Uh, but he's got to be, oh man, I'm going to say he's 70 even today. Uh, but you're close, but not close mm. enough. He's 68 today. I think he's still out there touring, too. Like, I think he's still putting on shows. And Interesting. I mean, I guess that's the that's the thing now, man. Like, you never stop. Dolly Parton, 77, performing at the halftime show. Man, and I saw people are, like, giving her hell for the, for what? the, the Thanksgiving out- one. For the outfit? Yeah, and the fact yeah. that she was, like, holding the stage the entire time. I'm not going to lie to you. They throw those stages up in, like, eight minutes. <laughs> right. I'd be holding on, too. Yeah. Plus, let her wear what she wants. And I thought she did great. Dolly Parton is the closest thing we have to royalty in this country. It was better than the Jack Harlow show during the Lions game. I don't even know what that means. Good God. That sentence didn't mean anything to me. Uh, he performed during the Lions. He was at the halftime of the Lions. And then he had this weird kid that came out of an igloo to start <laughs> behind him. And I even I just looked around. I'm like, what the? Is anyone enjoying this? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. When Dolly Parton came on to perform, the room stopped that I was in. Well. Everyone just turned their attention to the television. She's the queen. Come on. It is, absolutely. And of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.